Welcome to the Biz for Good Show, where we highlight misfits, outcasts, and renegades for the being good and doing good movement. We spotlight people that are changing the world by having integrity and honesty and creating an environment of connection, thus showing the true secret to success and creating a life of greater impact. So come on board and create your own Biz for Good life. Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Biz for Good show. You have landed on the Biz for Good show world. Welcome, welcome. I am your host, Bobby Glenn James, along with the most fantabulous human being on the planet, Ryan Pilkington. Ryan Pilkington, tell us about the show. <laughs> that was pretty good. I am so happy to be here, people. How happy are you? I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's because we have an amazing guest today. Of course, we have an amazing guest. Yeah, will we be talking about happy? Ooh, that's right. Oh, Maybe. oh, no. see, oh, that was an underlying thing. No, uh, foreshadowing. I guess I bet V got it. He understood. What Mr. Mr. V. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Biz for Good show. Today's title of the show is Tell Your Inner Critic to Zip It. Zip It, people. With inner Critic. Zip It. <laughs> Shut up. With you got nothing on me. Zip It. Zip It. I'm the greatest human being Zip on it. the planet. Zip it, inner critic. <laughs> Sorry, I'll shut up now. <laughs> You're good, man. He's laughing with us. I love it. <laughs> good. We got Vernon Brown on the on deck. He's coming from West Virginia. Is that correct? Oh, Virginia. 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 West. Don't do that. Just <laughs> Virginia. Just the Virginia Just one. Virginia. <laughs> Ooh, dang it. <laughs> See, I, you mess up names, I mess up geography. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Anyways, Vernon Brown is one of the top happiness coaches in America who focuses on exploring the endless possibilities as to why entrepreneurs and executives feel stuck and unhappy. Vernon unlocks their destiny. Known, out, uh, no, known on stage as Energizer Connection Speaker. He uses the Energizer a, Connection, connection speaker. speaker. That's a mouthful, but I got yeah. it. He uses his intuitive gift of empathy, charismatic personality, and his knowledge from the stu studies of psychology to set up to set past emotions aside and leave audience members at the edge of their seats as they wait to implement his life-changing processes. Vernon strives to create change and fulfillment from within that can truly spread generational not no longer allowing others to feel as he did at a very young age and an out, as an outcast. So we're welcoming him on the show today. Welcome, welcome, Vernon Brown. Hey, hey, I appreciate it. Especially, uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. I can already see it. So yeah, we're we're going to have some fun. All right, to get a little bit out of the way, we do want to ask folks, hey, get out there, listeners. Go to thebizforgoodshow.com. That's the B-I-Z number four goodshow.com. Get down there and download your Biz for Good checklist. This checklist is to assist you in kind of honing your skills at getting out there and assisting other people and seeing what kind of magic that you can create. It's, it's just this 
a little, you know, you know how you have like lists of how to, you know, work out and do do exercises and all this. This is how to get out there and do some good. So get down to bizforgoodshow.com and download your checklist. And now let's get crazy. You know what we haven't done for a while? We haven't done a challenge. A what do you what? A Google challenge. Oh, we're going to do a Google challenge. We have not told you, Vernon, about uh, the Google challenge because we like to keep you on your toes. Are you Ooh. Are you up for it? the Google challenge? Let's not be silly. Let's go. <laughs> I knew he'd be up for it. Okay. This is how the Google challenge works. What we're going to do is we are going to take the title of the show and we are going to put it in the magic of Google. And uh, we are going to we are going to hit the button, and we are going to go to the third page, not the first page or the second page. We are going to go to the third page, and we're going to see what Google has to say about the title of the show. And uh, we're going to read a little snippet of it, and then Vernon, you're going to either agree, disagree, or have a comeback for whatever Google says, and then we'll decide who wins, you or Google. Usually, it's usually. <laughs> he's yeah. on it. He's, he's ready on. for it. Bring it. All right. Well, you, do you want to look it up? You want me to type it in? Uh, well, it's ever easy for you, bro. Okay. Well, we look, I can do it. I got to want to make here. things easy for you. You want to make it easy for me? Yeah. Okay. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are now maybe. Okay. 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 Oh, I got to highlight things first before I type it in. This is it, people. The Google Challenge. Vernon Brown against Google. This is amazing. Tell your inner critic to zip it. What does Google have to say? Here it comes. You want drum roll, please, Ryan? Yes, let's do it. And page three says, silencing your inner critic. Psychology today. Oh, psychology today. Being tough on yourself, especially when you've gone in the wrong direction, can make you stronger. Oh, that's interesting. But when you can't turn that voice off, it can limit your potential. Fortunately, there are proven ways to retake control, it says. Um, you, you own worst enemy. That's one of them. You own worst enemy. Your own worst enemy. It, is that what it says? Your own worst enemy. Your own, yeah. Okay. You I thought it's own you your own your worst enemy. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> so answering the voices. It's saying to answer the voices. Um, let's see if we can see just the last couple ones. A new image. It's saying to create a new image. That's Google is telling us, Psychology Today. Hearing the choir. Isn't mm. it? Is that? You gotta hear the choir. Hearing the choir, I'm. We'd probably have to read this whole thing to understand what that means, but but I'm sure Vernon gets it. Okay, Vernon, what what do you think about what Google has just said? I think the first bullet point, sure, absolutely. Reimagining it, yes. And hearing the choir, kind of assuming what it says, I'm going to disagree and say you don't hear the choir. You create a new one. Ooh, you create a new, new you create you create your own choir. Yeah, you get absolutely like, of your choosing. Of your oh, uh, okay. You get your Lady Gaga ready and your other. <laughs> bing, Bing, Bing. I would say Vernon has won. Yeah. What would you? What do you think? Uh, yes, let's let's do that. 
<laughs> Vernon, you have officially beat Google. So you can now put that on a resume or anything when you go in speaking on stage. You can say, I officially beat Google. I am more knowledgeable than Google's. So thanks, Vernon, for taking that challenge on. But how uh, do you how do you create a new choir? Just real oh, oh, Ryan has just thrown you a curveball. How do you can you give us a really quick how do you create a new choir? Oh yeah, it goes back to what it was saying about reimagine. I think this is a great question. It's that voice in your head oftentimes is not you. It's something that you've heard. It's something that someone you know might have said to you. Maybe it was even from a movie. And so if I already know that, that I can kind of imagine what you know someone said to me. Imagine someone else said it. Imagine Bruce Willis and like Die Hard or something said, <laughs> "You're going to get out of here. You're going to do awesome. You're going to do great." Picture like someone from like Miracle, Kurt Russell, uh, just telling you, hey, you got this. Create the choir. Make them sing what you want them to sing. Be yeah. that conductor. I like it. Keanu Reeves, John Wick. John there Wick telling me what. <laughs> wow. I'm getting John Wayne for some reason. John Wayne, why not? <laughs> Listen, partner, you're the greatest. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, that's awesome. Wow. That is, you just gave us a I love doing this show. We have so many cool people that give us such cool nuggets. Thank you. Thank you for, for we haven't even started the interview and we're we're off on the run. So um what are we doing now? Is there anything we're doing? That's right? it. That's it. That's, we're ready. Oh, we're ready for the interview. Is yeah. that what you're telling me? <laughs> yeah, you know. That's why we're here and stuff. <laughs> hanging out. Vernon, we like to ask, we like to, to start off uh, the show kind of asking you what is what does biz for good mean to Vernon Brown? What 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 does that mean to you? You know, I can answer that question in two ways. You know, years and years ago, I used to work in a restaurant. And I remember it was, I did not want to work in a restaurant, but I was such this quiet guy. And I had to do something that would challenge me to speak. And there was nothing better that would make me open up and talk to people than working in a restaurant, right? And I would just remember, I, like, I was scared, I was terrified. And I noticed really early on that whenever I was just you know, making jokes, um, getting people to open up, you know, I'm not asking an intrusive question like, what's your social? But like, you know, hey, what's going on? Hey, I like your your watch. Where'd you get that? Things like that. I just saw people open it up, right? And I just started noticing like people wanted people to be curious about them. People wanted people to ask them questions. Now, what happened in that uh, after that was, you know, after a few years working in a restaurant, I kind of stepped into another career and like an acting and modeling in New York. And I don't know if, you know, you all had an experience or listeners had an experience of going to a casting. You know, here's a big truth about life. Like you're told that you are so unique in this world, right? When you go to a casting in like, you know, one of the capitals of like, you know, fashion in New York, you walk into a room, everybody looks just like you. I'm not saying like two or three people, I'm mean like 30 to 40 to 50 people and more who look exactly like you. Whoa, that's and brutal. Like immediately, I'm like, mom, we need to talk, right? <laughs> it was a trip because you know i went there and i'm saying like okay i'm not the only guy who kind of looks like a milk dud i'm not the only guy <laughs> who you know stick for you know and i remember you know about you know being good was it's everybody has looks right but it's the personalities that matter it's the way you make people feel that matter and i, I attribute a lot of my success not to necessarily how i look but the way i make people feel I was easy to get along with. I always wanted to laugh, even if it was a bad day, a bad day uh, in terms of it was raining, just it was cold or whatever. Like we were laughing and people like being around people who are just fun, 
who are people who know how to reframe things. And that just taught me so much about, you know, the powers and the positive. And it's not that you're faking sugarcoating it, but you can get upset that it's raining or you can get an umbrella and keep telling the jokes. And that's just the way I've always kind of approached uh, approach life and how I kind of live my life now. I got to put that on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What would you say? How would you say it on the shirt? I can either just what he said. I can't repeat it because I can't remember. All of a sudden. <laughs> it, you can it's because it's raining or you can get uh, you can grab an umbrella and keep telling your jokes. Like, yeah, there we go. That. <laughs> you get mad because it's raining, but they want green grass. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. no. Oh, that's reminds here in Utah. We're not getting the snow that we're usually get. And I got to say, I'm freaking loving it. And but people are really worried about not having enough water. But I'm like, gosh. I really like that it's nice yeah, out. <laughs> I can actually don't have to snow, snow plow my driveway. Yeah. But you're right. It it's all it's a mindset, isn't it? Isn't it all a mindset? For sure. Yeah. It, it, it's what you make it. When um, we were growing up, we didn't have a lot of things, but what we did ahead of was a lot of creativity. And I think people forget that as such a resource that we don't use until we're in art class or until we're at like one of those paint and play places. It's like, it's creativity. It's what you do with what you have. It's not what you don't have, it's what you think you need. And when you approach it like that, it, it changes the dynamic because that dynamic is like, hey, what can I do versus this is what I can't do. And it opens you up it, it, it makes, um, it, it promotes energy versus diminishing. Oh, I love that. So is that a part of, of the happiness is is staying in your creative state and and moving forward is that what you do is that what you promote yeah it's 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 like being a kid you know everything you needed to learn you learned when you were a kid but you forgot because you thought it was foolish you know we were talking to my kids early it's like my five-year-old like he is just so curious you know he likes to take naps even though he doesn't know it yet you know structure we need to make sure you look at people in the eye you need to make sure that you ask the questions that other people don't want to ask because i'll tell him i'll say hey we can't get that well why not he's like because daddy said so well why not uh-oh let's answer and we stop doing things like this as we get older because we think it's rude foolish whatever we forget to dream like daydreaming like i remember being a kid i see him now he's like daddy i want to be an astronaut and he plays the transformers now he's like daddy i want to be a transformer and i'm like you know what do it but we forget how important dreaming is the significance of it and not to try to sell it as a philosophical thing but in all reality whenever i'm working with clients they forget one of the some of the basic tenets uh, that, that we learn as fundamentals you know as children yeah be curious and play being creative yeah I, I heard once you know when we're a child and the parent you know we're having fun and we're in the the store and you know we're tagging on we're t you're tagging on a stranger's coat you know and their parents are getting mad at you and hey don't do that you're not supposed to do that you know you're not you're not supposed to be like this and it's sad because you know being like that's so much fun it's yeah free. it's very free <laughs> I was just, I was just in the grocery store where the mom, you know, was trying to control her son in the line, and I was thinking, what do I do when I get that situation? When because he was a little bit older than my son is now, and I was thinking, what would I do? And I think I'd, I'd like to play a little game with him, like, what are some blue things? What are, what can you find around here that's blue? Or what can you see that starts with the letter C? Or you know, just to keep him occupied and not so bored in the line. You know, Ooh, you're yeah. already getting that parent I, creative I, head. I don't know. I'm like, I got to get in the game. Somebody told me the other day was uh, uh, when they're little, then they're just barely learning. You're on man to man, man to man coverage. 
<laughs> no, no, you're on scrimmage. But when they start walking, you're on man to man. Yeah, when they can outrun you, so I'm, it's good. <laughs> they're quick too when they're young. They're really quick. They can break faster than what you can. <laughs> they can. Oh, it's so great. Awesome. Well, let's uh, um, let's talk about the title. I'll be darned. <laughs> you did it to yourself. I'll be darned. <laughs> Tell your inner critic to zip it. Tell you that's so funny that I did that. I, I made it a point not to go there. Um, tell your inner critic to zip it. We, zip I just, we just want to, I want to hear that philosophy. What do you think, Ryan? I love it. Let's do it. Let us have it. That inner critic, we need it, right? Mm. But what we don't need is it, uh, is it in copious amounts, which interruption, interrupting our everyday actions. It can cause us to hesitate, procrastinate, negatively ruminate. See, that's what we don't need. Like the the critic is there. We need that. That's built into us. That's keep me safe. Keep me from harm. Mm-hmm. And that it's, critic, you know, don't get... you know, we have to remember that the brain is designed to keep us alive. It's not designed to keep us happy. And keep us doesn't mean that we really are thriving and just having a great time. Now, with the inner critic, it loves isolation. It loves for you to be low energy. And as you are low energy, as you're not focusing, you're not concentrating, you're not looking for the positive, you know, you're isolating, you become negative, judgmental and critical, it just gets stronger. And then it goes from like, hey, guess what? You shouldn't do this. So guess what? You shouldn't do this. Or like a megaphone. <laughs> and it can put you in this kind of robotic movement. It can make you just rob, it can rob you of your personality. And I think the big thing, I think, I mean, I know the big thing is it will use your chief asset against you. You know, for example, if you're a really smart person who can always pay attention to details and you're always looking for how this can work better, it will always find like the the, the down and dirty details that really have no significance in the in the pro, in the final you know destination and final product. But it will just nitpick. It will just pull things apart, and the next thing you know, it will keep you into this place of just inaction because you will always be looking for what's wrong. Hmm. Now, it, it, especially with like you know the year that we don't speak of. Um, what happens? I just saw that in my practice, you know, um, I started a class called Own Your Happiness um, in response to seeing the inner critic running so rampant. <laughs> and people forgot how important hope was, mm-hmm. how important to look forward to things was, how to plan positive things, how to plan, you know, to celebrate even the good, the great and the unexpected. And that inner critic was just screaming. And it was about getting people to recognize, yes, you're there, but no, you don't control. And what happens with the critic when you're in a higher energy, when you're focused on the positive, when you're around great people like yourselves, and I'm talking to UKK in the back as well, it's like, <laughs> it, it, it changes things. It just really, you don't hear it anymore. Yeah. I, I love I love what you you said in the very beginning that, hey, the critic is is there and it's important. And, and I think a lot of people and tell me if I'm wrong, they think there's something wrong with them because they have it. Or broken. And, they don't, and, and they're broken, but the, you don't realize it is what kept you alive from not getting eaten by a tiger Didn't or a bear. That. I mean, that, that's why we have that. We, we, it, is, it is absolutely normal now to let it run away with you, but, but, but I think people go down that hole because they think something's wrong with them. Do, do you find that? Do you see that? Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm such um, <clears throat> a person who pays attention to language. 
And whenever I hear people that I'm broken, I'm fragmented, that doesn't exist in my world. Ooh, you know, because not. you're not. It's, you're not. You're not. Who's experiencing some things for sure. These might be symptoms, sure, but you're not a broken person. No. You're not a, you know, a person that's fallen apart. You're a person who's trying to figure out how to put it back together. Ooh. You know, in a more succinct way. You know, and I say put it back together, I'm not saying the personality, I'm talking about perceptions. Yeah. And it's, you know, it, it's important when people say, oh my gosh, I just feel like it's driving me crazy. I'm like, well, well first of all, you need to celebrate the fact that your operating system is operating. So <laughs> let's, let's congratulate that right now. <laughs> and the second thing that for me is like, so what is it trying to tell you that this, that's getting in your way? Because sometimes, you know, you, you got to look at it in a way that, hey, maybe perceive something as a threat when that tiger, that wolf, that bear is after us when it's really just recognizing my energy is a little low and I might not have enough energy to take the next step here. Yeah. So when the when we perceive when this thing gets a perception that energy is low and it might not have enough energy to get to the next couple of steps, it perceives things as threat falsely. Oh. Our body sometimes does that too. Yeah. And we're not aware of it, you know, and it's, it, you know, and no, no person exempt from it. You know, I don't wear a crown on my head. Uh, I, I mean, I say these things, I coach any things, I teach any things things i speak on these things because i need reminders about it as well yeah because one of the first things that goes when it's inner critic kicks, kicks in and it starts really blaring in your ear is awareness it's gone and you have to wake yourself up or yeah. you have to have things and strategies around you to keep yourself awake i think that's key what you said it, it's that mindfulness having it in front of you i think that's why it is so important to have coaches and to to go to classes and to be and to get things it's not because you're broken but it's because then it puts it in front of you so you can acknowledge it and get better awareness yeah, yeah I, I i love that and and so we need folks we need folks like you vernon we need we need that that connection that well and in and in this world of of pandemic and all that you know it's been hard I'm a very happy, usually positive person, and and it's been hard to keep that up. <laughs> we all know. I think we all feel that way. <laughs> so we need to be reminded. Hey, there's always there's always a good side. Sorry, man, I went off. <laughs> no, no, but you bring up a great point. It's like you know, with our brain, with uh, with the way that we are designed, this beautiful thing is the negative sticks to you like Velcro because it's always we're looking for what's wrong, right? Now, and, and, and that's a great thing. We need to make sure that we're aware of potential dangers and threats. But the positive, that's the, that's the muscle that needs to be worked because the positive rolls off you like Teflon in water. The positive takes practice. And so people feel like, well, you're always happy guy and you're this, thing, other. No, I never said that I'm always happy. That's medication. What I'm saying <laughs> is I practice the positive so much, it's not that I'm not always walking around not that i'm always walking around with a smile i just know better days better moments are yet to come are about to come and if they're not going to come i have different things set up throughout my day it's really hard for me to have a bad day when i watch moana because that's one of my <laughs> go-to movies y'all can laugh all you want Moana I love it. But, I love it. but those things like we think that watching cat movies on youtube or looking at old pictures of like us growing up with your brother, Tommy and Timmy and things like that, those are nostalgic, sure. But what that's doing is it reminds you of better times. And, and mm -hmm. it gives that critical brain that's, you know, it's great for thinking, but also good for ruminating. It gives it a break. And it kind of puts you in that creative, imaginative, build that inner positive energy back up place. And we need to do more of that. You don't have, you could throw a stone, you could turn around right now and pick up your cell phone and look at it. You're gonna find something negative. When you want to find something positive, like you guys show, when you want to find something positive, just like what we're talking about, it takes a little bit of effort. 
And, you know, it, it's, you know, it's, it's such an amazing phenomenon that, you know, I'm big on the positive is the answer. It's the positive is in the practice and you have to practice being positive, not ignoring, not putting a veneer of, oh, good. Let's sprinkle some happy dust on stuff. No, it's now, just for what it truly is versus what you think it is. I'm 100 percent with you. But there are some naysayers out there that talk about, oh, positive thinking is a bunch of woo woo crap. Uh, uh, what would you say to to somebody who goes uh, and I, there's even books written out there about being positive is stupid and, and, and there literally is I, I couldn't bring myself to read them because it just freaked me out but I had a friend that said oh, you should read it um, anyway what what would you say to somebody that goes all oh, that positive thinking stuff you know that's a bunch of woo woo it doesn't matter I just got to take on my life and, and you know take my hard knocks what would you say to them my first reaction to that is this there are some things that can happen to persons and things that have happened to myself in life um, that there is no, hey, let's make this fun. Let's clap our hands and stomp our feet like that's 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 not going to work, you know, because I'm not a big fan of positive thinking. I'm a big fan of positive reframing. Um, and I've seen a lot of um, clients in the, some of the most terrible circumstances you can imagine. And, you know, honestly, myself, to, you know, to even share, I've seen, you know, things that people never should ever have to see in their entire lives. You know, seeing some circumstances where my mother was being taken advantage of multiple times by men in front of me um, against her will. Now, it's wow. the way that you look at that. You could sit back and say, well, that was, you know, tragic. And you could say um, it was a horrible thing, in which they all are. The way I see it is, though, it's the gift of long suffering. And that gift uh, came to me at a price. Um, and it gave me so, so many experiences that I know that. We can survive so many harmful and hurtful things that can happen to us and come out better in spite of. And when people say positive thinking, I never want to say that we go into this philosophical Pollyanna-ish approach. My challenge for other people is who are you going to be in spite of life's challenges? Mm -hmm. It's easy to say that because X happened that you can decide to be a negative, cranky person. That's the easiest thing. You don't have to fight to do that. But the real struggle and the real muscle that gets built when you're under that bench press of life when it's got 500 pounds on there, do you give up and just say, I'm just gonna let this way follow me? Or do you say, I might have lost something in my life that mattered more to me than anything, but what, how am I gonna live my life in testament to this, to say that we can be better? I love that. I, it, 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 this makes me think of, I'm a big proponent in, you know, the gratitude for the bad stuff, because yeah. kind of the bad stuff is what made us the great, amazing human being that we are. And to, to be, to look at it as, oh, poor me that that happened to me. Look at it, like you said, reframing it that, man, I have empathy for others because of what I went through. I love people because of what I went. It, yes. It, it, to, and, and it's not, you're, again, it's not about this positive thinking crap. It's, I love that you say reframing and look at it at, wow, I can have gratitude for yucky stuff. I can, and I can even have gratitude that, hey, I'm in a crappy mood today. And you know what? Right. Maybe I'll get rid of that and tomorrow I'll be happy or better. Exactly. You know, I had a great mentor and he was never aware that he was my mentor that taught me this about going through some, you know, the, the some of the crap that happens in life. There's just no fancy way of putting it on there. And I, I can honestly say I've had some things happen to me in life. You know, I shared a couple, you know, someone tried to kidnap me, being evicted twice in front of people, in front of my school um, body. And it, it was horrible, right? But the mentor that I would call, that is known as Stan Lee, 
Um, it, it was I'm a big nerd. I mean, obviously you can tell about the shirt. I'm big on that. Spider Man. Wolverine. His name is Logan. <laughs> and they were ex, they were X Men. They are X Men. And they and it was just a magical thing. And I never paid attention to it until I got older. They had superpowers. They could do these amazing things. And bear with me here. I'm going to a place. But the only reason they got those superpowers was because they had to go through the crap of life. Yes. And that's when those superpowers came out. When I'm working with an individual, especially early on, I did a lot of group work, and you see someone who's come from a abusive household, you see someone who's coming from just a, a really terrible background, and I just let them know, and I will say this to them, so what was it like getting your superpowers? And they're like, what? And then I'll show them like cigarette burns in my arms, or I just show them the cuts you know, from you know, my mom's boyfriends. They're like, what? And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that's nothing. I, trust me, let's go scar for scar. <laughs> and then they recognize like, I don't have to be what society's telling you to be. I'm like, absolutely not. Like, I'm Peter Parker, I'm Spider-Man. What are you talking about? Who do you want to be? <laughs> because these people came from, and Greg's fictitious, non-fiction, whatever you want to do, but if it's something that you can reframe from and recognize you would be better in spite of, I am strongly suggesting you hold on to it. And you know, um, you know, selfishly and modestly say this, I'm living proof that you can recover. But it's not positive thinking, saying that all of a sudden you need to get over this, you need to get over this. No, it's like, I am going to be better because of this, because I come from a place of authenticity. You can tell when somebody hasn't been through something and not picking on anybody, but someone's trying to tell you to be better when they've never gone through some of life's, uh, life's uh, education. You, can, you can't fake it. But when you see someone who's gone through some things, that college, they got that PhD, and you see them out there advocating and pushing and letting you know you can do you can do better in spite of, it gives people a strength. It gives people that courage and it gives people that foundation that they need. People are grasping for solid people. Wow. Love it. Thank you. Man, that was good. You yeah. got a question, Ryan? I mean, he's just laying down some truth bombs here all over the place. So <laughs> yeah. the next question is, uh, do you have a tip for the audience? And I think, uh, you know, what, what uh, any, any further tips, action, item. action items, what would you like them to do? Get off their bottoms and go kiss somebody or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe start with a hug. No, a hug. Okay. <laughs> for anybody, cause I know right now with, let's face it. I don't care how positive you are. I don't know how great you are. Like right now, all of us are experiencing some sort of interruption to how we currently live our lives, you know, 385 days ago. Right. Um, it's, we cannot become our struggle. We cannot become our struggle. We might be experiencing some things. I'm not saying it's easy homeschooling your kid. Trust me. I know I'm not saying it's easy working from all the time while raising your kid, while raising your child, daughter, um, family member. I get it. Yes, I know because I'm right there with you, but you must not become your struggle. You've got to really embrace and uh, and accept the fact that this is not who you are. It's what you're experiencing, you know, from a mindset, from a more tangible, you know, what I want people to do is this. I want you to go out of your way. It's, it's a couple of things, you can a couple more things. Not complain for 24 hours. I dare you to try it. Not say anything negative for 24 hours. Don't say, oh, you get on my nerves. Say, I'm so happy that you're here with me. Oh, Don't I can't do that. That they didn't take the trash out. Say, hey, could you do me a favor? Could you take the trash out? Tell people what you want versus what's wrong, okay? Oh. And, and oftentimes in our society, we are trained. Do you say what's wrong to get what you want? Nope. For the next 24 hours, I want you to tell people what you want. If you want to say, this room is a mess and I can't believe you do this, say, hey, can you do me a favor? Can you clean this room in the next 10 minutes? I want to see how the quality of your relationships will change and also how you will feel. Ooh, that's exciting. I like it. Yeah. And lastly, because I want more people to get this, is anybody who's serious 
and really wants to, I'm going to give out give. And it's just because I'm big on action takers. This is my book. I wrote written this. I've coached several thousand clients over the last seven years. I'm going to my seventh year right now. I will give you a copy of my book, 10 Days to Finding Your Happiness. And there's a bonus 11th day in there. If you email me at vernon at whatsyourhappy.com and reference this show, I will give you a copy of the book if you're serious about really focusing on your happy. Because there's, I could give you a lot of quotes, but the thing I want people to remember is this. I can give you a treasure map. You have to do the digging. Oh, dude. So true. Yes. If you... If, if you just want to wallow and sit in the yuck, then nobody can pull you out of it unless you want to get out. Bingo. Wow, man. Great. Action's better. Vernon, Let's go. Thank you so much. This has been, this has been good. Oh man. His energy is so awesome. Yeah, amazing. He just gets it all over you. Freaking love it. I want, I want to like, it's like a church thing. We're I doing. know, it's man. Like, amen. 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 <laughs> <laughs> this has been awesome. Any any last questions for you, Ryan? I, I think any any anything you want to wrap up with uh, Vernon? Any, any any before we we like uh, where can people get a hold of you and all that good stuff? I know you kind of said just then, but anything else? LinkedIn. Yeah, you what's your happy .com and it's happy with an I. The same thing with our email. Um, it's happy with with an I. H A P P I. Why an I? Because you matter. Oh. But, no. <laughs> the eye is there because it wakes you up. That's the big thing about, remember I was talking about awareness, it wakes you up. Because if you're thinking about why did this nut spell happy with an eye, you're not thinking about what's wrong. You're not thinking about well, a bill. You're like, what made me spell this with an eye? So I, I, wake I, you I up. sure did. I sure did. I love it. All right. and you're an amazing human being. Thank you so much for taking the challenge to be on the Biz for Good show. <laughs> you've you've hung with us, and and uh, I, I'm a better person for it. I, I I feel I absolutely, and I'm gonna take your your challenge on 24 hours, baby. 24 hours. I'm not gonna say anything negative. I'm, I'm gonna say Complain. only positive things. Positive. Because if I said I'm not going to say negative things, that's negative, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to only say positive. <laughs> awesome. You want to take us out, Ryan? You give yeah, us the, let's the, do this, the down. Yeah. It's been a pleasure, Vernon. I appreciate you being on the show with us. It's been a good show. Much blessings to you uh, for this year. And uh, we always take out the show with a hashtag, be good, do good. We say it three times. We get louder. Crayley on the third time. Crayley means cool crazy. And, uh, yeah, you can join us if you're in a car listening to this later. Uh, give yeah, it to us. Give it to the next driver. And, Vernon, you can help us, or you can just look at us and go, oh, my gosh, these crazy people. Yeah. You'll, you'll <laughs> oh, get no, the hang of together. Right. Awesome. Right. Oh, I knew Vernon would be up for it. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, here we go. Hashtag be good, do good. Hashtag be good, do good. Hashtag be good, do good. That's a wrap. Thank you for listening to the Biz for Good Show podcast. We want to thank all our fans and guests on the show. Be sure to check us out on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For your hosts, Bobby Glenn James and Ryan Pilkington, this is Tim Jackson saying get out and do some good. Now go 